So the provincial conservatives and Doug Ford are trying to retake control of the narrative, but it's a bit of a runaway train at the moment. One of the reasons a lot of people speculate that they got so busy on the matter of the NDP's Sarah Jama is to distract from everything else that's going wrong. Yesterday, they formally introduced legislation to uh, preserve the green belt. And as a matter of fact, a bonus in all of this would be that the land they were putting into the green belt in order to just swap out the other land, uh, that is going to remain as part of the green belt. Now, you know, a lot of it was undevelopable, so it's not that much of a stretch or, or you know, it, you're not really doing the heavy lifting if you're designating land to be preserved that nobody was ever going to build on in the first place. However, the opposition smells blood, and so the speculation is they're going to start going after other unpopular things that the Ford administration is doing in an effort to shut them down. That would include aspects of the redevelopment of Ontario Place. And joining me now is NDP MPP, uh, Chris Glover. Good morning. Good morning, John. Okay, so you folks did some access to information inquiries yep. and found some documents that tell us this parking lot, which is quite controversial, has actually been uh, sort of in the planning for way longer than we've even been aware that it was going to exist. Yeah, so the, so the Ford government, they started planning the parking garage two years before they let the public know that they were doing it. In fact, in January 2021 is the first evidence that we have that they were planning it. It's six months later in June 2021, they released to the public their plans for Ontario Place and they omitted the parking garage. And it seems like a deliberate omission. It seems like they're trying to hide information here, just like they did with the Greenbelt. Okay, so what is the objection to the parking garage? Because when we talk about it on our show, I'm not a big fan of this uh, super spa. But at the same time, if it is to be built, then I'll hear from like people in Vaughan who say, I'd like to drive and be able to park. So there's, there's actually a need for a parking garage there. Okay, so we already have 2,000 parking spots at Ontario Place. And, the origin, and then there's 6,000 spots at the CNE grounds. So why are we as taxpayers paying $450 million for an underground parking garage? And the other thing that came out in that FOI is that it talked about government obligations. So it sounds like from that, just that term in the document, it sounds like the government actually signed us up, you know, to build this underground parking garage for Therma. This was part of the deal with Therma and they never told the public about it. And there's lots of parking around there. So it's, it's the waste of tax dollars, and it's also the waste of tax dollars to build this spa. Like, why are we subsidizing a private for profit spa at Ontario Place, which is public parkland? Do you think that the gov government is vulnerable on this? I mean, I have to wonder if you guys had thought in originally opposing the opening of the Green Belt, that if you thought the premier was actually going to apologize and back down, but he did. So do you think that may happen here? I'm I this looks like a similar kind of dirty deal. Uh, there's just too many conservative insiders who have been involved in the planning of this. Therma hired two conservative lobbyists in September 20, uh, September 2018, which was three months before the government even announced that they were going to redevelop Ontario Place. Uh, there's all kinds of questions. It, it's pretty clear now that it seems that the government did not follow their process with 
the the uh, granting of this bid to Therma. The, for example, they asked, they put out a request for proposals. They asked, you know, a whole bunch of people to put in some bids for what they'd like to see at Ontario Place or what they proposed to do at Ontario Place. And one of the, the uh, government suddenly extended the deadline uh, for this, and they already had applications in, but one of the late uh, applicants was Therma. So did they rig the system in order to get Therma this deal? That's the other question. So it, it seems like there's enough questions that it looks like this was a rigged system and and a dirty deal. I imagine you'll be pursuing this in the House today. Absolutely. Yes, we're going to keep we're going to. Yeah, I mean, this is what our role is like. This government has been making backroom deals with that benefit their insider friends that actually cost us as taxpayers hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. And we need to uncover that. The role of the opposition is to uncover what this government's doing and then to propose alternatives. And we've got a great alternative for Ontario Place through Ontario Place for All. They want to you know, keep it as a public park. They don't want to clear cut the trees or displace all the wildlife that's there. They want to use that as a space you know, in the heart of downtown Toronto, this forest in downtown Toronto, uh, as you know, a place where people can go and enjoy parkland. Now, of course, uh, the government benchers are going to come back at you over this ongoing business with Sarah Jama. Wouldn't it be easier for the NDP caucus to just tell her, could, you know, apologize? Let's put this behind us. Oh, she has apologized. In the House. She has apologized. You know, this is, you know, this is just one of the great humanitarian disasters of this of this period. I've had friends, um, you know, of a friend of mine, um, her her relative was killed by Hamas, and I've got other people that I've been communicating with who have family in Gaza, and they are living in absolute horror, like just terror right now. And we've got to, you know, as an international community, we've got to, you know, at demand that thing that life is preserved, that there's that people recognize the sanctity of human life. And we have to minimize right. the, the number of lives because thousands of people are getting killed over there. Sure. But I think the use of apartheid, the word apartheid was a bit over the top. Isn't it easier for you as a caucus to try to bury this and convince her to say sorry? Oh, she has apologized. Yeah, I, I mentioned you mentioned that, but she didn't apologize to the House. She hasn't been back in the House yet. Yeah. Okay, just asking because uh, they're going to continue to hammer you guys, and I think you're vulnerable on that one. Yeah, I think, you know, we've, you know, she has apologized. She's made a public apology uh, for what she said, and the NDP has been very clear about uh, what we are asking to happen here. We've recognized the terrorist attack by Hamas, and we've asked for, you know, the, the lives of the, you know, the um, people who have been kidnapped to be returned, and we've also asked for, um, you know, the government of, of Israel to, to you know, not to, to respect the lives of the Gazans that are under threat right now. Thank you for this. Okay. Chris Glover is an NDP MPP.